nice. I mean, are we doing... Are you being served today, Cathy? Oh, if only, Shiv. That's for Claptrap After Dark when we do 70s and 80s sitcoms. Our spin-off that's even ruder. Uh, Yeah, it would be very rude. (laughs) X-rated, because, of course, Are You Being Served was X-rated. Lewd. They talked about pussies. A lot. They talked about... uh, Well, there was, I think... Pussies? Homosexuality. What? I Anyway, that wasn't Are You Being Served, was it? But that was an introduction to the Claptrap podcast. With the delicious Shiv Mika. And the delectable Cathy Manson. And that, of course, was not the theme tune to. We're mixing it up a bit. Oh, no. That was some incidental music. <gasps> oh, a lovely, lovely use of the phrase incidental music there. From Mr. Ben. Mr. Ben, do not Google Mr. Bean. Very different. Utter dross compared to this majesty without overdoing my uh, end of show rating early on. Oh, she's giving it away. <laughs> she's spoiler alerted. Sorry, soz. Yes, Mr. Bean will not be covered in this podcast. No, never. Just FYI. If you're here for a Mr. Bean recap, you're in the wrong place. And, and if you are, I'd say I'm not here to hate. I'm too old to give out hate. You're not here to hate. Not here to hate. I hate, I hate, hate, hate to hating. But I would ask that you kindly go away. Yeah, I mean, you know, judge, no judgment, of course. We're no not judgment. judgmental. But if you want to listen to Mr. Bean podcast, that won't be us too. Actually, you know, I've got an image now of Mr. Bean and, and Boyzone. What? Mr. Bean and Boyzone. They did a song together. You're going to have to Google that. Did they? Yep. Yep. Was it called Beanzone? No, they did. They they did a song for the film, Mr. Bean and Boyzone, on a video. Oh, how horrifying. I've just got Ronan and Rowan in my head. Ronan and Rowan, mm, yeah, two mm. two uh, uh, unpleasant men. Interestingly, what I've done there is say this is not going to be a Mr Bean podcast, and yet, and yet it, it sort of turned into one there, didn't it? Well, I'm going to crash on through with our breaking news, of course. Breaking news before we get into Mr Ben. Breaking news first broken by the Mirror and other national newspapers. You may have seen the headlines that said. Zippy, I was madly in love with George. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, this is breaking news because we covered Rainbow in our inaugural Claptrap reboot. Episode as... one of the Kids TV favourite podcast. Absolutely, yeah. 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 yes. And, uh, of course, that headline was misleading, wasn't it, Shiv? It was misleading because Zippy remains an inanimate puppet, as does George. And yes. it was the puppeteers that the fancied puppeteers. each mm. George was puppeteered by a lady. Mm-hmm. And Zippy was puppeteered by a man who's written his autobiography and he fancied the lady. Yeah. Uh, Now, um, the timing of the release of this book being next week, which is sort of two weeks before my birthday, I'm just throwing it out there. If anyone's listening, yes, I would. That would be great. Thanks very much. I have in no way Googled the cost of it from (laughs) Amazon with that in mind. (laughs) So that's the big breaking news is that under the table... Of Rainbow, because I think, let's be honest, that's where the puppets Under were. Under the table. Under the table was lust and unrequited love. Yes, and of course, uh, Jane liked to wear S&M clothing, was another revelation in Mrs. that. Mrs Whiplash was the Well, phrase. in her sensible knickers, of course, if you recall. Oh, very sensible. She'd have a sensible knicker neath her rubber outfits. Goodness me. Uh, so, that is the breaking news in kids' TV. But back to Mr. Ben. Now, Mr. Ben, what summaries do we have of that show? Mr. Ben is from 1970. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Ben was repeated, what was it you found out? Twice a year for 24 years. 21 years, twice yearly. So, when Shiv and I were children, several years ago, we were quite young, 
it was shown all the time and it was one of my favourites, so it was top of my list. Likewise, I enjoyed Mr Ben as a child and as a, a young adult making their way in the working world, I had a Mr Ben mouse mat. She had a Mr. an ironic Mr. Ben Mouse map because that was very 90s. It was very 90s to be ironic, wasn't yes, it? Yes, about kids' TV. And of course, I had him as my pin up guy. What? Did you really? No. <laughs> I wish. I did ask Shiv whether she thought Mr. Ben was hot. I said yes. Yeah, she thought he was hot. I think, and we'll go into this, I think Mr. Ben's a bit of a weirdo. Okay, well, we'll, shall we leave that after we've summarised what we've watched? Okay, so we watched episode one, The Red Knight. So, scene up. Pilot, pilot. Yeah, it's a pilot. I think the thing to say is that it's based on a series of books by uh, a guy called David McKee. Still with us, Kathy, before you go there with your favourite phrase. He is still with us. Still with us. And the animation, it is fair to say, is... I think using the word animation... Amination. It's amateur. Would be lying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's... Drawings. It's drawings from a book. Drawings. Really. But we're, we're seen up on 52 Festive Road. And the only spoiler alert for the episode is two boys playing with wooden swords, which may give something away as to I what noticed Mr. That ben was going to be doing. So clever. Thanks. And uh, we run, trend along to 52 Festive Road, where uh, a ginger Mr. Ben is ginger? waiting for the postman. Yes, he Not in his him, bowler hat. Bowler hat's off. No, gives him a, an invite to a fancy dress party and a key part of Mr Ben's character is revealed, Cathy. Yes, and that is that Mr Ben doesn't like parties, but he does like dressing up. Make of that what you will. I, I, yeah. I'm going to rush ahead to okay. a, a later episode because I viewed a few of them yesterday because I'm wild like that on a Friday night. Oh, I know you are. And he, there's a, a scene at, at the beginning of a future episode where there's an ice cream van and some children by the ice cream van and Mr. Ben just looks out his window at them. We're not sure how old Mr. Ben is. He Anywhere between own. 20 and 60, we don't know. He's a man, he's somewhere between 20 and 60. Yeah. But anyway, Mr. Ben soon remembers that he's actually brown-haired. He puts his bowler hat does. on. And do you know, when you remember your brown hair, you then stay your hair change, changes You stay brown-haired for the rest of the episode. Yeah. He popped on his bowler and his pinstripe slash He's pinstripe always suit. dressed as if he's off for his, his job in the city. And even when he's going shopping. He went shopping and he looked in some... He <laughs> he's got to... legs, right? So there's not much animation in Mr. Ben. <laughs> it's mainly just drawings with um, uh, narration over the top. But occasionally there's some animation when he's walking... And it's just some legs going wild that said, Shiv said, turned her epileptic. It was, honestly, they need a warning when they're re-showing it. That's why they're not repeating it anymore. It is just wild. Just yeah, a like flurry. It was a flurry of limb. Flurry of limb. Flurry of limb. limb. The arm limb doesn't move, but the leg limbs are going, do you know what it looked like? River dance. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where old Flatley got his inspiration from. Uh, so he river dances down the road. River dances down the road. Finally stumbles a prong, upon a prong, a prong. <laughs> he doesn't stumble upon a prong. No, he doesn't. He, Maybe he, that's in a later fisherman. He comes episode. across a shop. Yes. I'm wondering if I'm going to do that. <laughs> where I just use too many words. I think I am. He stumbles across a shop, and there in the frontage of the window is in the shop window. Yeah. Some, yeah. yeah. Here we go. <laughs> is a display of. Suits fancy dress because he, he loves he loves fancy dress as we know he loves doesn't dressing like, up doesn't like going to parties so. doesn't like going he just likes to dress up alone at home ladies and gentlemen yep anyway he 
There's a night. Well, what we're told Red is light. a knight's costume, but it looks more like, oh, funnily enough, a prawn. Hmm. It, it's a funny shape. Oh, it's got a massive prawn head. Funny shaped thing, anyway. A red knight uh, costume. In he walks, and he's then a shopkeeper appears. There was some issues with sound. Like looked like it had been edited out and kind of edited back in. As if by day. magic, the shopkeeper appeared. It was under a completely different sound to the rest of it. Yeah, but the shopkeeper has spectacles and a fez and a moustache as all good shopkeepers and a bulge in his trousers should i didn't spot that oh, i spotted that immediately and i thought this is not suitable for children why is they because they've drawn that bulge in this is drawings <laughs> it's drawing this is drawings and they've drawn that let bulge me let in. you into a little secret animation is based upon drawings yeah, but there's not much. No, she's true. It's mainly just drawings. Anyway, Mr. Ben asked to try said suit on. Well, no, he suggests, the man suggests he tries on the suit, doesn't oh, he? He does, and he, but he points without pointing to yeah, the said, changing room. We're told he's pointing, but he is not pointing. He's just got his hands clasped together. They couldn't be asked to do the hand work on that. No, not a lot of hand work in this, is there? There's a lot of crazy leg work, but mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. hand work at all. And then we're cut to Mr. Ben in the changing room. Thankfully, we don't see him. Disrobe. Nude. We just see him. In the him nuddy, as we like to say on Trap Trap. <laughs> Properly clothed again as a red knight. He exits through the door. And the other here door. is... Yeah, the other door. Here's the thing. And he, t- he... As far as I could tell, he arrives in Jordan. As in the country. A rocky, dry place. He is not, and he is no longer, anywhere within the environs of Festive Road. Let's no. put it on where. In Putney, because that's what it was based on. Is it? No, I was just reading that on Wiki. Is it? Is it? Really? Putney? Putney. Okay, well, I've been to Putney. Well, you may have been to Festive Road without even realising it. I might have. <gasps> you oh might have God. been past the fancy dress shop. Did you notice the I display did. of things I in did. the window, no, of suits, etc.? A couple of children playing with swords. Did you gaze at some children at an ice cream van? <laughs> I have a DBS to protect. So we were it transported to this, is it Jordan kind of arid land? Yes, is it Jordan question mark. Yeah, and there's, I'm going to use the word, a poof of smoke. Yes. Up on the horizon. I mean, most people would say a puff of smoke, but Shiv prefers poof. <laughs> a poof of smoke. And Mr. Ben's eyes are drawn towards the smoke. Is that because you're... Because we think, is it Jordan, question mark? Mm. And so you're like, I better say puff in a foreign accent. Poof. 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 Is it poof of smoke? Of smoke? Yeah, and so on. And he stumbles down and there is a... What he thinks, what Mr. Ben thinks, is a fancy dress dragon. And he sits incredibly awkwardly on the rock. That One knee knocked out and his foot turned in and his other leg bounced up and someone's drawn that suddenly the f- like the front of the helmet is just squidged it's so badly drawn there's the no drawing. perspective okay i mean i really have a bad. very very soft spot for mr ben but you know just as everybody needs to be able to take cri- constructive criticism i'm gonna have to give mr ben some contru- constructive the criticism drawing. the drawing's terrible it's the music is beautiful yes they spent a lot of money on the music they had a whole there was six musicians involved in mr ben they did not spend any money one of which was an oboe player on drawing i mean you know. what has an oboe player these days but the drawing they have there's absolutely no perspective so everything is absolutely 2d so if somebody's standing in front of someone it's as though they're Sort of hanging on a wall. It's so... It's as bad as my drawing. It looks like I did it. Mm, I mean, at mm. least you've got ball under your belt. <laughs> this is true. But my drawing is, is of a similar level to Mr Ben. Anyway, it's not a fancy dress. It's a real dragon. It's and the a real dragon. dragon then tells his tale through uh, a common uh, theme of flashback. 
So we flash back to still images of the dragon who has lived in a land with a king. Pos question mark? Is it King Rollo? Close question. We think this that King Rollo was a spin-off of Mr. Ben because it was made by the same people and this yeah. king looks very much like Rollo. Very much. Uh, he's unnamed. Anyway, unnamed king. Query Rollo. Uh, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> question mark. Uh, Spanished the uh, dragon who was once the uh, the official flame lighter for everyone's fires because, in your words, Cathy, a... Capitalist pig. Matchmaker has come to town and wants to sell his matches and frames our dragon friend for burning down a barn or something and blames the dragon for the making horse the king's away. horse run away. But actually, the dragon has rescued the horse and is looking after it. The horse looks like he's looking after himself, but hey, and they're not eating because they're in an arid, a rocky, rocky outcrop. outcrop. But anyway, poor old dragon is sad. Mr. Ben goes, oh, I'll sort I'll it out. I'll solve your problem. I'll solve your problem. I'll tell the king the true story and he'll believe me because I'm a man. I'm a white man. I'm a white... And not a dragon. Query straight man. <laughs> a white question mark. Man. Straight man. Well, I I would say Mr. Ben is uh, a loner. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Mr. Ben knows what his sexuality is. I think Mr. Ben is sure of his... Uh, he's comfortable with his sense of masculinity, I think, because of his suit. He portrays this sort of... But I'm not sure about his sense of... Self. Yeah, his sense of self. He's obviously quite shy because he doesn't like parties. Mm. But he does like dressing up and being somebody else for the day. Very interesting. Very happy to interact with what comes up. Like, he doesn't run away from it. Like, no, in his if fantasy I bumped into world, a dragon, I'd be a bit more... Well, to be fair, he did think it was someone dressed up as a dragon. True. Excellent costuming. It's very good costuming. So, anyway, um, there's a wonderful bit where they, ben. they leave almost immediately. Almost. Not immediately. Not straight away. But they don't almost, tell us what they do. Almost straight away. And then they get close to where the castle is. Dragon is scared. Sends Mr. Ben on. Mr. Ben goes, goodbye. And then... Yes. And then leaves. It's a lovely bit of There's a lot of play. unnecessary detail, again, which is of a common theme of these. Yeah. And then sees the king, who instantly, because he's on the horse, knows that this lovely white straight question man in a red suit mm. is telling the truth. Yes, dragon is a hero. Bring him back and chuck um, the matchmaker. Chuck in. the matchmaker in the deepest, darkest dungeon. Well, what, what we've missed here, of course, is that the matchmaker ensured the dragon was banished and then upped his prices on the matches. And oh, of course, everybody was reliant on him. What now horror. you see. Now this is where I thought to myself, what a wonderful allegory for, t- for our times today what they had was a natural solution to creating fires right mm-hmm. the dragon mm-hmm. who did it for free yeah and then the capitalist pig comes along and makes them says i've got something better than the natural way of doing things uh-huh. a bit like oh don't wrap it in a string bag and reuse it put it in this lovely plastic to throw away oh yeah oh yes oh yeah so then the matchmaker creeps in with his unenvironmentally friendly ways, banishes the natural thing, then ups his prices because capitalism. And I thought, isn't this wonderful because the old ways are coming through, as they will need to in our modern society if we wish to keep the earth going. But then they threw him in prison and made him a slave, so that didn't really fit in with my It just got a little bit, yeah. (laughs) He had to make his matches for free. Yeah. Yeah. Because the king just kept the dragon for himself. Yeah, and the other people had to use matches still. So that's just ruined my whole theory. But up until then, I was like, this is well modern for 1970. It was... There is something there also about uh, 
in you know people coming in and telling you tales and telling you stories so this matchmaker is trying to sell something whereas mr ben is riding in just wants to tell like you, a knight, like a knight rescuing. a rescuer yes, you know he is a rescuer doesn't rescue a woman though interestingly so we'll go it's back. not many women in mr ben no I've, uh, as I, as you know, I've watched on and watched a few, and Mr. Ben is a do-gooder. Mr. Ben goes into every situation and... Solves it. Solves the problem. So there's one where he is a cook, not a chef. They don't use the word chef. And he, there's a princess that won't eat. And the way he makes her eat is by getting all the poor children in to show her what it's like to be poor and hungry. And they love the food, and then she really gets into it. So, Mr. Ben, in his fantasies, let's let's query, you know, oh, let, oh let's just close the um, synopsis. The night. Uh, so, yeah, the knight is invited to a big party and then he's at the side and then the shopkeeper's there and says, oh, yeah, he just stands on the sidelines. Why don't you pop in through this door and get your clothes on for the party? And then he's back in the shop, puts his normal clothes on. He doesn't want to borrow the suit because he doesn't really want to go to the party. He's had enough excitement. Goes home along lovely festive road and he's found a little box of matches there with the dragon on the front. He said, oh, I'll keep those in my little memento of mine. Yes. Escapade. The, the, uh, fan. Fan. The end. The end. So, yeah, Mr. Ben, you were saying about him, there's not a lot of women, but he's a do-gooder. And I think in his fantasies, Mr. Ben is is a hero. Yes, he's, he, always, he's always a hero. Always the hero. But he solves problems in a really moralistic kind of... There's no pushback against it. Well, of course he will believe me. I will tell him the truth. This will happen. My ideas will work. You know, it's yes. very... There's a very kind of obvious kind of... There's some confidence there. Yeah, which I think comes from being a cisgendered white male in I the think 70s. I, I agree. Yeah. There's another uh, episode where he's a hunter. And I thought, oh, no. But of course... Do he's you a, see a nipple in that one? You see a nipple in uh, the caveman one, Ooh. and you practically see Willie because it's so short, his caveman outfit, you can't even believe it. It is skimpy, man. Skimpy. That's a different matter. Oh, there's dinosaurs in the caveman one. I mean, it was ridiculous. Anyway, in the hunter one, he's an animal rights activist, and he convinces the hunter to become a photographer and saves loads of animals. That's beautiful. It was quite nice, actually. But the way he solved... The problem was by every animal he said, oh, that's not big enough for you because you're a big game hunter. How interesting. And when they got to the biggest animal, which was an elephant, the elephants jumped up and down so he couldn't shoot straight. So you've jumped on ahead and, and kind of well, refreshed. I wanted, to get, I wanted to get a feel of the series itself. Uh, you know, There's always an unnecessary bit at the beginning when one of them he goes to the park and sits on his own. But does that is that as a... a, a precursor to what happens or is that sort of do you know what episode that was in was that the hunter one you see i didn't notice the foreshadowing of see, the I swords think, i, I think, think they probably are all foreshadowing. i think they're little foreshadowings as you like to using your drama degree call them you know <laughs> it's foreshadowing mm, mm. so mr ben uh is less problematic than i thought it would be because mr ben is dealing with some quite modern themes yes uh, I think, you know, we did avoid the dressing up outfits that we thought might cause... Cowboy. Cow, you know, some cultural appropriation Aladdin. discussions. We don't need to do that. We don't need to go there. But Mr. Ben, overall, there was a real charm about it. I was transported and I had... I transported back to my childhood, very much felt that same awe as a kid. But even looking at it with my 
around the 30 mark adult eyes. I I was charmed by the crap drawing, the beautiful music, the the incidental, the little oboe twiddles and twaddles. Well, I'll get the theme tune for you, but I was was really charmed as well. Because I, as we know, absolutely loved it when I was a kid. It was one of my favourites, and I think it's because it's basically a, a storybook come to life. And it's really, really nice, with a bit of uh, river dance legs thrown in. Yes, it, um, it just had a kind of rustic sort of feel. And I think we were kind of complaining animation was shit. At the time, I didn't think it was shit at all. I think it was achievable. I think it was, so maybe I could do that. And, and, and we don't have that in animation anymore, do we? It's all got to be perfect. Isn't it great? Oh, bloody Mr. Clown. Oh, bloody hell. There's the cook. Oh, it's a wizard. I might watch the other ones, to be honest. I think you're going to go and watch them. I'm certainly going to go and watch I think you're going to watch them twice a year for 21 years. Well, as I did as a child, yes. Um, so overall, Mr. Ben, Mr. Ben, I really liked it. Yeah, I really, I liked really it. enjoyed it. I think it's my favourite so far. I think that has stood up really well. I think that's watchable. I think that could go on TV again. No yeah, wonder kids it, would love it. No wonder that lasted twenty-one years of repeats. It's it's the themes are eternal. It's got a good heart. It's very sweet. It's it's uh, the going to a costume i think this, what i loved about it was going to a costume shop and trying it on and then being in that world is so exciting to a kid it sure is uh, so i thought it was adorable me too and i do think this might be a a season's high in terms of scoring yeah give it. yeah um i'm going eight out of ten yeah i'm i was gonna go eight i was gonna go eight i thought it's better than a seven it's not quite a nine i need to hold nine back because i'm we haven't done bod yet and I think I we think haven't that's... done Willow the Wisp yet. Well, which this I... is it. Yeah. Uh, yes, I I thought it was lovely, and I thought the music was lovely, mm. and I thought it was very sweet. And I kind of wanted to watch another one when it had finished. Well, there's twelve to view. I didn't have that feeling after watching um, Bodger and Badger. I did not have that feeling during Bodger and Badger. <laughs> you wanted it to end. Bodger and Badger was not charming. No. At all. No. It's it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think. What was lovely is that idea of being a story. We kind of just like stories. We, we all like a story, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do. We like a tale to be told. And Bodger and Badger wasn't telling a tale. It was just slapstick nonsense. It was just scenes thrown together. It was... Mr Ben uh, is simple and universal. Mm. It's a lovely little story with a happy ending and an imaginative element and a man that goes from ginger to brownhead, and we've all had that. We've all had that. We've just gone, hang on a minute, I've stepped outside my house, I'm ginger, I think I should have brown hair, and then the next scene you do. You I, know, think Mr. Ben, I think Mr Ben is an introvert. I think Mr Ben is an introvert, and going to the costume shop lets him release his extrovert side. I think his bowler hat and constant wearing of a suit is his armour. Not the Red Knight armour, but Ooh. his wor- his real-life armour. But do you think Mr Ben is a real grown-up? Do you think it all that's really happening? Is he going to a store and doing this? Or do is it his imagination? Is it imagination or is it, you know, it's the early 70s, is he just on a trip? Is he just taking acid? 
Oh, yeah, he's probably tripping. He's tripping, isn't he? He's tripping. I mean, his neighbours look very hippie-ish, didn't they? Oh, they He did. probably gets his acid tabs off them. He's probably popping next door to, let's say, 50 or he's 54. Popping, popping next door to pop a tab. 50 or 54 Festive Road. We don't know which. We don't know which. I'd assume 50 because it was to the left. Yeah, although having said that, some roads, and it didn't look like there was another side to this road in the animation. Well, everything is 2D. Some roads, it could just be 50, 51, 52. I don't like roads like that. I want an odds and even. I want odds and even. Are you a fan of an odds and I'm even? I'm a fan of an odds and even. I know where I am with an odds and even. Yeah, I mean, you know that next door to mine is two. And you know that next door to mine is 52. I do, I do. And you like it that way. I, I don't want it any other way. No. Uh, so let's go, let's go with the fact he's popped next door. He's popped next door. To 50 or 54. To his clearly gay neighbours. He's very... That was my ankle clicking. I don't know if that's going to get picked up on this Oh, that episode. was nice. It's quite loud, wasn't it? It was loud. He's, he's popped next door to pop a, pop a tab. One of them's wearing sunglasses, so you know he's a stoner. You know he's a stoner. Long hair from the 70s. Not going to show his eyes, and he's just tripping out. Stoners don't show their eyes, that's how you know. That's why the shopkeeper... It, it, like, does yeah, no, but you do names. see his eyes at the shopkeeper, because he's got clear specs. But you don't, you don't know people's names. He's just the shopkeeper who appears... And he's wearing a fez. And Mr. Ben, it's Mr. It's very formal, isn't it? Yeah. Like, well, it's like in a, t- a future episode, we do learn two of the neighbours' names. And they're something like Mr. Thomas and Mr. So their names are also first names, surnames. Which is very school teachery, isn't it? Yeah. You but know. then we just... But the two men get names and then then they go... And a, and, a, and a local woman was gossiping. She doesn't get a name. Gossiping as well. I know, she oh, doesn't get a name. I'm glad we didn't watch no, that she wasn't one. gossiping, she was scolding a child. That's what women do, isn't That's it? That's what women gossip do, gossip and scold. and scold children. Yeah, without a name. Yeah, no, there's no name. Yeah. She didn't even get Mrs. Uh, Julie Mrs. or anything. Yeah. I'm going to call her Mrs. Julie. I'm going to give her a name. Okay. I'm going to give her a name. In 2019, madam, you get a name when it's Mrs. Julie. Mrs. Julie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mrs. Julie scolds her child, but sometimes she likes to go out with her friend. There's more to friends. Mrs. Ju- Julie than just scolding gold- a child. She's a woman. She doesn't have friends. Well, Mr. Ben doesn't have friends. Maybe they can hook up. Is Mr. Ben alone in that house? Yeah. How do we know that? Because there's never anyone else, <laughs> never anyone else in it. But we're never let inside the house. We don't see a Mrs. Ben. We don't go inside the house in yes, this episode. Yes, we do. Not in this episode. No, we don't in this episode. No, but so we do in a later episode and he watches television. Let's stick to this episode, Cathy, because this is the one but we're talking about. But I'm a fan about. of the future and I've seen it all. We don't go inside. Who knows what's going on inside that house? I, who, who knows what's going on inside that mind of his? Mm. So, would you date Mr. Ben? That's a good if he question. showed up on Tinder, a little 2D photo. Well, I don't do Tinder anymore, as we know. I've gone right off it all. Okay, well, let's say you do, just for the purposes of this question. For the purposes of this question... Thanks, Kathy. If I met him in real life... Okay. Okay, so I'm strolling through the streets of Putney, yep. near Festive Road, mm-hmm. and a man comes towards me doing the river dance. <laughs> and Wearing soundtrack. a bowler hat. Soundtrack. do 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 his mouth doesn't move. His mouth's not going to move as he speaks. Oh, he'd be a terrible kisser then. Does mouth doesn't move, and his hair in one light is ginger. Yeah. Next light, definitely brown. Maybe he dyed it and then dyed it back. It was actually quite a common thing that hair swap thing. I did a dissertation on public information films of the seventies and eighties a few years back now, and uh, it was really common for this kind of slack slapdash do you think they ran out of one colour of felt tin pen yeah and had to use another one there's a there's a a Charlie the cat you know yes the Charlie says 
ad where the mum in one scene has blonde hair. She pops inside and then comes out immediately and is, is brown-haired. Well, that was that's what happened. So, okay... So, th- so there's a man river dancing in a in a very formal suit in, and a bowler with, hat with changeable hair. With changeable hair, not moving his lips. And a soundtrack. Not moving. Not moving his lips, and so he doesn't move his lips. And he's somewhere between the ages of twenty and sixty. Somewhere there. Somewhere there in that forty year span. Yep. Uh, so how does he ask me out? I suppose I'd have to ask him out. Well, he's going to tip his hat. I have seen him tip his hat. So he tips his hat. He tips his hat to you as if yes. to say good day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'd go out with him if he took me on one of his adventures, not one of the problematic ones. <laughs> not one that... Not a racist not one. Not a racist one, no. no. Okay. So you would... Would you allow him to buy... But he doesn't... A... He likes fancy dress and dressing yeah. up, which I do, but he yeah. doesn't like parties. I do quite like parties. I'd have to socialise a bit. I don't just want to sit and watch television with him. Hmm. Or stare out the window at children or buying ice cream. Or stare out the window at children buying ice creams. That's not really a hobby of mine. No. I, not, not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Not 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 really. Not at all a hobby of mine. I do not do that. What about if it was adults buying ice creams? Do you stare at adults buying ice creams? I stare at ice creams, wanting mm. one. Yeah, yeah, lustfully. I stare lustfully at a, a Mr. Whippy. Uh, yes. Oh, Mr. So okay. I just Mr. Whippy I'd or go, Mr. Ben. I go Whippy over Ben. At <laughs> whippy this over stage. Ben. Whippy over Ben. Whippy over Ben. Yeah. Okay. Um, is Mr. Whippy the or Mr. Ben? Which one? Mr. Ben, <laughs> Thank God this isn't for you. Mr. Whippy the animated series. Is Mr. Ben a forerunner of that flower? The guy who advertises the flower, you know, that brand of flower with the black hat. The oh, Home Pride. Home Pride. Is Mr. Ben the Home Pride man? That is something that I want to work out, and I wonder if he is. I just I don't know. Didn't everybody? All men had bowler hats back then, so they're all just they're all just generic English man I'm, I'm, in bowler hat. I just I think there the he home is. Pride man. No, home pride man is uh, more is. of a uh, what you call it. He's called Fred Duplo. He's called Fred, but do you think he's called Pie Funnel? According to that, no, he's not. It's a pie funnel. That's Fred. Fred the flower that, So it's Fred Ben, perhaps. Could it be Fred Ben? Fred Ben. I think we should explore these possibilities. You want to explore Fred Ben? Fred Ben is a fancy dress, sort of um, agrophobic uh, flower, man. flower man. There he is. Flower power, as the 70s would have had it, I'd imagine. 60s. 60s and early 70s is fine. They was, did you think they were still saying flower power in the early 70s? <laughs> 1970s, practically I 1969. I thought they stopped saying flower power uh, in 1969 when the Manson murders <laughs> happened. Oh. And talking of 1969, it would be remiss of us not to mention that that is indeed 50 years ago. And that's when uh, man was on the moon for the first time. Yeah, he's just his name was Man, mm. and I think there is a Space Man episode of Mister Ben, isn't there? There is a Space Man episode. That indeed. might need to be. That might need to be perused at some stage. I think so. Well, that's not one I've seen. As we know, have I told you which ones I've seen? You said you've seen Cook I and saw Hunter. Cook, Hunter, and uh, Racist Bellhop. You saw. I saw Racist Bellhop. I saw. Uh, oh, Caveman. We have. We have a Caveman. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did he do a priest? Has he done a, a problematic religious film? I don't film? think he's gone... Well, you did say that there was one book they didn't film. Yes, which is called 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, Ben. 
Very long title. Uh, the number is his prisoner number, and it's uh, Mr. Ben is in pris pris and is working with his cellmates. He's in clink. In clink, and he's working with his cellmates. His uh, on some kind of jailhouse rock sort of let's tart the cells up. Yeah, but I the BBC, sounds... in its might and wisdom, decided that was too mature a theme for a children's television show. And we don't want to be glorifying prison, of course, as. People are always saying it's a holiday mm. camp. Yeah, well, quite. Which it isn't. No. Well, not the last time I was there for staring well, at have, ice cream Well, I have, as we know, bands. been in a prison. You have been in a prison, mm. haven't you? But not to prison, like... No, I worked in a prison. How long for? Uh, I went every week for a while. It was part of my university degree. Oh, yes, doing your thing, wasn't theater it? Your in theater prisons and, and thin- probation. We have got off topic. So, Mr. Ben, 8 out of 10. Mr. Ben, 8 out of 10. Heartily recommend. Definitely worth watching again. And again, my my friend. Mr. Ben. (laughs) Well, well done for making uh, your way through that audio delight. That was the last and, well, most latest issue episode. (laughs) Dear. (laughs) That was a claptrap. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter... And Instagram. And you can also email us, claptrappod at gmail.com. Cathy, you know, if you want to do this on your own, I won't take offence. <laughs>